Ready, set, go! Hey guys, welcome back to the EV Diaries. My name is Ben. I'm an engineer for a small rural electric cooperative in southeastern Kentucky. And I believe that EVs have a place in small town America just as they do anywhere else. Okay, so I just got out of a meeting talking about possibly installing a DC fast charger on our system. And it was very enlightening for me because I realized a few things. The fast charger, and I will not use the name of the company, but they are the Cadillac of chargers. Their 62 KW charger is $50,000. Problem is, it's going to cost another $50,000 to install. So, as far as any return on investment, there is none. For our cooperative to take that on by itself, it's just not going to happen. We were looking at some cheaper, I won't say cheaper, less expensive alternatives. And there are companies out there, and but we've heard good and bad on, on several of them. Um, so there's no clear-cut winner. And this company that we talked to in this meeting, they offered a third-party 19KW version. Now, just so I can uh, go through this, and I've got these notes in front of me. The 19KW was $26,000, and there again, you might as well double the cost to get the install right. And it charged at 75 miles per every hour the vehicle's plugged in. The 62KW offered 250 miles. And if you think about that, a lot of the cars that are on the road today only charge at 50 kW, so you're not even going to get that. It depends on, on the model, the settings, and so forth. Just for full disclosure, I'm sitting in my car. It's sprinkling a little bit, and you may hear some traffic noise in the background. I just wanted to get this out there because it hit me like a ton of bricks. In this meeting, we discussed locations and we have a hospital that is building a medical office right next door. And they've offered space if we want to put a charger. Much of the discussion, we realize that that's not a good spot because you're not going to want to hang around a hospital for 45 minutes, especially when you realize that the people that will be using a DC fast charger are the ones that are driving up and down the interstate and not necessarily the people that are in town. The ideal location for a couple of level two chargers would be at the hospital because people that were coming to work, they're again, workplace charging, can plug in. They're going to be there eight or nine hours. They can get a good charge at level two and then move on. We were looking at how many eateries that there could be possibly we actually approached an eatery when we were trying to find homes for the level two chargers that wound up at the hotels on our system. And they did not want to give over the parking spaces. They didn't want somebody to roll in and sit there for more than the 45 minutes or an hour, which, you know, 
if you're charging, that's about 22 miles on a level two. So they did not see the benefit of the numbers working out and they really didn't want to give up the two parking places that it would take. DC fast charging is a whole nother animal because now you're talking, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and a half, you're going to get a good charge. That makes a eatery a prime location. We're going to look and see if we might be able to partner because like I said, we're looking at a $100,000 investment just to get one of these put on our system. And that's what prompted today's recording and my thought process on this. It's hard for a private organization to spend $100,000 when there's no return on investment. Or at least the payback would be in the neighborhood of 12, 15, maybe 20 years. So that got me thinking about the infrastructure that we have for traditional vehicles in the road system. True, gas stations are privately owned, and I would imagine that it's very expensive to put in a gas station. But then again, there are so many internal combustion engines on the road that you can make money at a gas station. If there were more EVs on the road, then this is a no-brainer because you can make some money. You can at least get some payback. I was thinking, and I hate this, but in the same time, it's going to happen. At some point, there's going to be enough EVs that the highway department and the federal government's going to be, and state governments for that matter, are going to be losing tax revenue on gasoline. And at that point, they're going to start charging tax on electricity, well, electric vehicles. I don't believe that they could truly charge on electricity unless there was some way to differentiate the electrons that go into a toaster versus the ones that go into an electric vehicle. I think what will happen is that if you own an EV, you will be paying a property tax because of the EV to sort of offset the loss of revenue from gasoline taxes. If that's the case, why doesn't the federal government go ahead and start implementing a plan to put infrastructure in for DC fast charging along the interstates? And I realize there I'm saying, hand something over to the federal government because they seem to be able to mess up anything. However, they do a good job on the road systems and the military. I mean, come on, we've got the some of the best roads in the world and we've got the best military in the world. If we allow the federal government to put in infrastructure and they do start taxing EVs, with a property tax or whatever, does that really hurt us at all? Right now, EV owners, they're, they're cheaper to operate. They're a third cheaper to operate than a traditional car. In the long run, even though you're paying more upfront for an EV, over the life of the vehicle, it's actually less. So what if we had, okay, a small tax? on EVs, just to offset, to help get some of this infrastructure going. Because like I tell you, the government 
does infrastructure pretty well. And I really believe that's what it's going to take to get a DC fast charging network in place that's going to be worthwhile. The tax is coming, so let's put it to good use now. Of course, a couple of weeks ago, Ford announced their supercharging network that they're putting in, and their chargers look a lot like the Tesla chargers. And I don't know what their network's going to look like, or who's going to be able to charge on network, or who's going to be able to charge on that network. But if it's open to the public, well, you know, Ford's got some deep pockets. They can put in the infrastructure, and they're going to make money on car sales. So I can see that model working. But right now, private entities, it's just going to be hard to make a return on investment on any DC fast charging. So there again, which is the way to go? Do we have less fast charging or do we or do we let the federal government do it which means that there's going to be more taxes it's really a catch-22 all right guys that's what i had for today it was fresh on my mind i wanted to talk about it the ev revolution is here it's just going to grow so buckle up it should be a fun ride listening to the EV Diaries. If you would like to leave a question or comment, email me, ben at evdiaries.com. Also, you can check me out on social media, Twitter and Instagram at evdiaries. And finally, please leave a rating on whatever podcast app you use.